Welcome to the Strong John Fitness Podcast. This show is dedicated to helping you achieve your best body without the BS. We'll cover training, nutrition, basically everything you need for a successful fitness journey, and we'll have some fun along the way. I'm your host, John Vlahoinakos. Let's get into it. Hey, welcome back to the show. This is episode 11 of the podcast, and I just want to thank anyone who's listening to this right now. If you're new here or if you are a listener from day one, I appreciate you. Today, we're going to get into a little Q&A. This is all from my email inbox. Um, let's get into it. So question number one I got is, I've tried and tried and tried. How do I eat more protein? I know protein is important for fat loss. I just can't seem to eat more protein in a day. This is a common problem. It, it happens to, honestly, I'd say eight or nine out of 10 clients that I work with. And it is a priority. I think for everyone that wants to lose fat, protein needs to be a top priority with your nutrition. That being said, there are a few things you can do to make sure you're eating more protein on a daily basis. Now, it's not necessarily going to be easy. As with anything, you have to create the habit. Now, the first thing I suggest when it comes to any nutritional habit, really, is planning. Planning ahead will make this so much easier. And while planning might not be a strong suit for you, once you can start planning meals ahead of time, whether it's physically prepping them, logging them in my fitness pal, writing them down, talking over with your spouse, however you want to plan ahead, planning ahead makes it so much easier because you're pre-programming yourself as to what you're going to eat that next day or for that week for your lunches, dinners, breakfast, whatever you're planning. And when you're planning your meals, you're prioritizing protein. So every meal you're thinking about, whether it's breakfast, lunch, dinner, or snacks, what is the protein source? That is going to be key because when you pick your protein source, you're going to build your meal around it. That way you know that every protein, every meal you have will have a good source of protein in there. What are some good sources of protein? Any of these will do, and I'll talk about a little bit more. So chicken breast, eggs, egg whites, whey protein, Greek yogurt, lentils, plant-based options like Eve's brand makes veggie burgers, veggie meatballs, that sort of thing. Uh, steaks, lean ground beef, and protein bars. So that's a list of protein foods you can have on a daily basis. Now, when it comes to physically eating more protein, after you've planned the meals and you've prioritized them, make sure the portions are big. Like you, you some, someone, I've gotten someone say, look, I have eggs every day. Okay, well, how many do you have? They say one. I said, well, that's only six grams of protein. That's not enough, right? Have three eggs. That's 20 grams or 18 grams, however, how big your eggs are. Um, add some egg whites to those eggs. Make a nice scramble. Make a nice omelet. If you're having one scoop of whey, have two scoops of whey. If you're having four ounces of meat, have six or eight ounces of meat, depending on the size of the person, depending on your protein goals, right? When you can have bigger portions of protein in your meal, you're not going to have as much room in your stomach for everything else. So again, you're prioritizing the most important macronutrient of the three, which is protein, right? If you put an eight ounce steak on your plate, you're not going to have a lot of room after you eat your vegetables and your steak for, for much potatoes or whatever the starch carb that you tend to overeat is. So think about that. When you're building meals, protein first, how big is that protein source? Whether I don't want to hear about one egg. That's not enough. Two or more eggs. That's the way to get the protein in when it comes to Greek yogurt. 
200 grams of Greek yogurt is roughly 20 grams of protein. In every meal, you want to have at least 20 grams of protein. And if it's your if your protein goals are higher, you have to increase that number. For example, I have clients' protein goals are, are 180 grams or 200 grams, and they're eating four meals a day. We break that down. 200 grams a day, four meals, 50 grams of protein per meal. It is not impossible. It can be done. You just have to prioritize it, make it top of mind. And once you start the habit, it becomes a lot easier. So that is how you get more protein in your diet. The next question I got, I've been in this fat loss phases program for a while and I feel good. I feel like I'm losing some weight, but the scale hasn't really budged all that much. Excuse me. So what do I do? So first of all, I need to preface this obviously by saying the scale is a small data point in the entire journey. It depends on so many factors. It depends on how big you are, how much fat you have to lose. If you're a relatively leaner individual and you don't have as much fat to lose, the scale is going to be your like your enemy because there's less fat to lose. You're building muscle. The numbers are a bit skewed. When you're bigger, the scale should move at a relative pace, but you're not comparing the day to day, right? Again, make sure you're comparing the scale week to week to see the trend in the number. Day to day fluctuations are based on water retention. They're not based on fat. Now, that being said, if you're new, relatively new to weight training, let's say six months, like even a year, you have to understand that you're you're going to be getting some newbie gains. Um, you'll be building some muscle, and muscle takes up like muscle holds water, muscle holds glycogen, so it's gonna it's gonna hold some extra weight. Now your clothes are gonna fit better. You're building this lean muscle tissue, but the scale's not moving. So you're like, what the hell's going on? How am I losing fat? Am I losing fat? You are losing fat. If you're if your clothes are fitting better, you're losing inches. You're seeing more definition. Even if the scale number has not changed, if it's changed a pound or two, you're definitely losing fat. That's why pictures and measurements show more overall progress than the scale itself. The scale, again, it takes time to really see trends in the scale. We, we compare them week to week and month to month to know if we're really making progress, fat loss progress. Day-to-day -day fluctuations, I keep saying it, day-to-day -day fluctuations is water retention. There's so many things for water retention lack of water the day before, increased sodium, lack of sleep, um, a heavy workout will hold extra water, stress levels are high, extra water, that time of the month, more water. That's why day-to-day -day fluctuations are not important. Week-to-week -week trends are more important. And another thing with the scale, and I've said this before, I'll say it again, do not weigh yourself once a week or randomly. That's not telling a story at all. That's just telling what your body is doing with the food you have and, and the exercise or lack thereof you've done over the last 24 hours or so. Weigh yourself every day and record it so you can see the trend. Have I gone up a pound this week, down a pound this week? Am I averaging out? And what's that gonna happen with the next week? Daily weigh-ins are always gonna be better than sporadic weigh-ins. And if you don't wanna involve the scale at all, don't. Don't weigh yourself at all. Just leave it alone. Throw it out. Because again, progress pictures and measurements will show more overall progress than the scale will. As a coach, I love all data, so I'll take the scale. I'd love to take the scale points in and show the trends that happen over time. So if your scale is not moving and you're consistent with your nutrition, you're consistent with your training, you are not super stressed out, take a look at your pictures. Take a look at your pictures from three weeks ago, four weeks ago. If it's if it's only two weeks in, don't even, you're, you're way too 
way too early in the process to know to assume you're in a plateau or you're not doing right. That's the don't even worry about it. Take four weeks, take six weeks, take eight weeks. Look at your pictures from the, the previous weeks, previous months that you'll be able to tell if you've made progress or not. Okay, last question. What's wrong with daily workouts and why are they not helpful for fat loss? Uh, this one's pretty simple. We have been conditioned, I think, that more is better. So when people try to lose fat, they just do more and more and more and more to the point where they're doing daily workouts and possibly adding cardio on top of that. So your body's in a consistently stressed state. Your central nervous system is fried probably at this point if you're doing it for a couple weeks in a row. Your cortisol is elevated. You're probably lacking quality sleep. There's no way your training performance is getting better unless you're eating an abundance of calories. But usually when this happens, when people try to lose fat and they go daily workouts and they add cardio, they're usually slashing calories at the same time. They're on a super low calorie diet for that activity level and the body can't handle it. Metabolic adaptation will happen. You're going to crash and burn. You're going to feel like shit. Give yourself time to recover. Recovery is when a lot of things happen. You don't understand. You are not losing fat because of the workouts you're doing. So more workouts is not a good idea for you. You're not training for a bodybuilding show or powerlifting meet or anything like that. You do not need to work out that often, that intensely. People listening to this more than likely are not competitors. They're parents. They're busy. They just want to feel good and lose a bit of fat. That's fine. You don't need daily workouts for that. You definitely don't need daily workouts and cardio for that. And you definitely don't need daily workouts, cardio, and a super restrictive diet for that. Right? So keep in mind, you're you're going to need recovery. If you want energy from your fitness program, you need to rest from your fitness program. You don't get energy by constantly hammering away at your body and assuming that all these major changes are going to happen in a short period of time. Because I can guarantee you, like I said, you will crash and burn. I don't even know about four weeks if you're doing a schedule like that. Like I said, your cortisol is going to be through the roof. You're going to be super stressed on top of all the other stressors that you have in life. You're probably going to feel super bloated all the time. And like I said, your sleep's going to be bad. Your training performance is going to be bad. Your, your cravings are going to be all, the, all over the place. It's just, it's not a helpful situation and it's not a lifestyle approach at all. That seems like a very much short term trying to do everything at once so I can lose fat in four weeks kind of method. And I don't recommend it whatsoever. So if I'm recommending anything, it's not daily workouts. And that being said, like I've, I've given clients daily workouts, but they're 10 minutes because they're like, literally, I can't do anything else. I, I don't have any more time in my day between homeschooling kids and my own work to, to work out. I don't have 30 minutes of time to block off. So instead of, excuse me, three 30 minute workouts or 40 minute workouts a week, we just splice that up into six, 10 minute workouts, six, 15 minute workouts, something like that. So it's not as intense I'm talking, when I'm talking daily workouts, people are saying like full on 45 minutes, 60 minute workouts every single day. Like, I don't, I don't even know where someone would find the energy for that. I strongly don't recommend that. Um, so if that's you, I revisit what's going on. And honestly, this is where with my clients every week, there's a check-in form. With that check-in form, there's a biofeedback portion. And you're rating yourself on so many important things that are 
have nothing to do with like the scale and body composition. Uh, rate yourself on a scale of one to five. How's your sleep? How's your energy? How's your mood? How's your stress? How's your training? How's your enjoyment of the training? Like all these things to self-reflect on what's actually happening right now, instead of putting yourself through the ringer, having no feedback, not really knowing if you're doing well or not, or how you're feeling, because you're just going based on how you feel in that moment, right? Long-term success is more than just what we feel in the moment or what we think we should be doing. You have to have some, some markers, some feedback, weekly feedback to know if you're going to make progress. And that, that comes with biofeedback that comes with um, tracking your food that comes with tracking your workouts, making sure you are progressing with your workouts is extremely important. So keep those in mind. If you're a daily workout person, keep that stuff in mind. That's it for today. I'm going to keep this one short and sweet. Those three questions. If you want your question featured on the podcast, shoot me an email, john at strongjohnfitness.com or hit me in my Instagram DM inbox. Um, I'm also happy to answer questions in the inbox itself if you don't want it broadcasted on the podcast. Other than that, thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, give it a like, give it a share. Feel free to rate this podcast. That would actually be amazing. I don't ask for ratings enough. Um, let's get this word out there. I want to make the Stronger Fitness podcast reach as much people as as many people as possible. I, I love to help people get over their their nutrition struggles and their fitness struggles. So the more people I can reach, the more people I can help. That is the goal with this podcast. It's free. I don't make money off this. I do this for fun and to help people. So if you think anyone would benefit from my podcast, share with them. I'd love that. If you listen to it regularly, tag me on Instagram at Strong John Fitness, and I'll catch you in the next one.